Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Um, I'm just sending a little message to you all to, um, as we know, All Stars 5 was meant to premiere on Saturday in the UK on Netflix, but it hasn't. And instead, next week, we're going to get a double bill. I'm still not sure why we didn't get it this week, um, but it is available to watch on Wow Presents Plus, which I shouldn't even plug because they don't give me any money. Um, but yeah, it's available on there, but I'm not, we're deciding not to do a review recap this week because we thought most of you would not have access to the episode and it'd just be better to do a double bill next week, have a little break and come back with my new co-host, Sam Dowler, who is fabulous, as you're about to find out. So I can't wait for that. And in the meantime, we're just going to um, sh- give you some interviews with some of the All Stars 5 cast, which were done at DragCon earlier in the year, so they couldn't really talk about All Stars. Um, but hopefully you'll still find them fabulous. See you soon. So who was the first queen I got to chat to? Here's a clue. She's got a fucking chorizo, baby! Yes. It was, of course, the one and only Alexis Mateo, who is every bit as lovely as I'd imagine she'd be. And, of course, beautiful. So here's the chat. Enjoy. Bam! You just last week in AJ and the Queen. Right. Yeah, Super you're, exciting. You were almost straight away in the show. My right line was right the, the most beginning. difficult line ever. How do you remember all that dialogue? Bam. It was like, oh my God, I'm not going to remember Bam. <laughs> Are you, do you get, when you come to things like this, do you get sick of people shouting bam at you? No, I love it. I think it's like, well, it, it reminds me that nobody has forget about me. So it, this is like one of the best things ever. Like walking down the runway right now with my sisters and getting a loudest applause. I'm like, oh my God, this is like <laughs> insane. It has been 10 years of my season. So for people to remember saying bam and associate me and my body and my face has changed so much. So it's like, yes, they still remember me. I'm winning. Well, <laughs> as well as bam, you, you're quite a quotable queen from the right. show. What else do people say a lot to you at um, Dragon? The, the sickening no. <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying that. But it became such a good deal. Everybody always remembered that. And Act the Fool for All Stars. Act the Fool was like iconic. And it was it was a way for me to tell Mimi not to spill the tea on camera on national TV. <laughs> but people loved it and it thought it was funny. So imagine. Well, one of my favorites from the show ever is, Hey Manila, I just Hi, saw Manila, Manila girl. <laughs> It's just, it's so many things, so many things that people become fanatic of, like, and it's just us, you know, just talking realistic and normal and it gets so popular, it's crazy. (laughs) And what's it like um, when you get a chance to be with RuPaul? Because it's been a long time since uh, season three and All Stars 1, but um, is it good to catch up with her? Yes, Um, RuPaul is like a... Oh my God, RuPaul is like a father, you know, sometimes, because I grew up without a father, but I got to see him every, like, once in a while when I was growing up, but every time I see RuPaul, it's very like that, I get to see him once in a while, and I know he's going to 
tell me something I did wrong <laughs> or something. So he's always <laughs> there. He's like, oh, you haven't updated your Twitter or what's going on with your merchandise or why you didn't show up to Dracom. It's very like that. So I like that he's so business oriented with me. You know? He's so comfortable reading you for Phil oh every God, opportunity. He's, he's intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> he's intimidating. I'm telling you, he's crazy. But I love it. And um, do you listen to Race Chaser? Yes. You know, I love been, them. I love them all. <laughs> they've been telling an old story from season three that you made up your boyfriend. Is this right. true? No, that was not true. Uh, I heard that though. <laughs> um, and I have no answers to see because always people ask me, have you reconnected with him? Have you seen him after that? No, no, and no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they need to I don't. I don't think I want to. You don't want to. No, sometimes in life you close a chapter and, you know. But he got you that challenge win. Right. So that's the main But I was fierce though, it was not him. You were amazing. It was you. I did that by myself. (laughs) I did that by myself. (laughs) And what do you, I mean, we can't talk too much about this, but if you were ever to return to the franchise, um, how would it be different? From um, bad, bad guy. Hello. <laughs> um, what do you mean, like a competition-wise? Yeah. Would you? Do you think the extra experience you've got now would? Um... Where's Revolve? <laughs> How far can we talk? <laughs> um. Yeah, of course I would. <laughs> and I, I feel like in a different place in my life. You know. Yeah. I feel a brand new me, a brand new person, and yeah, we love to, yeah. And it's been great, you've been doing a lot of posts on social media about body positivity and stuff. Are you getting a great reaction from that? A lot of people, it was a lot of, okay, this is very difficult all the time, because like a lot of people love the change and the positive way that I'm taking my body, but a lot are not fanatics, so. It cost me a lot of followers because they don't follow me, but um, really? the ones that stay with me are the people that really matters to me. So I'm excited about that. Oh, good. That's good to send a positive message out there. And, hey, don't um, talk about things that you're not supposed to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh, my pregnancy. Yes. <laughs> are you keeping it? <laughs> she looked good for a pregnant girl. That's crazy. And will you be catching up with um, Vanjie this weekend? Uh, um, Vanjie just moved to Vegas with me, so that was super exciting. Um, I guess she did not found the passport or something like that, so she got to miss the, the show. But I'm so this excited. Show? Yeah, the, oh, she's not here. She's not here. Oh, I thought she was going to be and here. And I didn't even. She didn't even let me know. Like I was waiting for her yesterday, and she never show up. Oh shit! And then I guess today on social media she posted that she was not coming, and I was like, hmm. Are you um, are you in Vegas? Are you part of the drag uh, residency? No, I'm not. I'm not a part of the uh, RuPaul's Drag Race life. I didn't get picked. Well, you what should have been. Hell, we've all seen no, you lip sync. No, not the Latin girls got picked. <gasps> shade. The, sh- oh, the shade you did of it not all. Know that, huh? I get that's exclusive, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know, my arms, Yara Sofia, me, and a lot of the other girls live in Vegas. And we didn't get choose to be part of the. Not even the understudy cast, so it was surprising to me. You can't be anyone's understudy. Right. You're too big a star. Hello. (laughs) We could have done it, but I'm very excited for the girls that are working on it. You know, my best friend is Coco Montrezo. Yeah. I see her in rehearsals, and she's so excited about it. It's like a little kid with new toys. (laughs) (laughs) And can I ask you, I know it was a while ago now, but with All Stars 4, how did it feel to watch that and watch Manila get sent home? 
Oh, Manila was my winner. Oh my God. But you know what? With All Stars, anything could happen. Because, you know, also, Changela was my pick to win her season. So oh, of course I she was. I was destroyed about that. But you know how it goes. The season three girls keep getting screwed over. It's not right. fair. And we're fierce. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, everyone says it was the hardest season of Drag Race ever. Yes. You yes. all had a breakdown. Right. Some more than one. It was bad. <laughs> it was the longest season, too. I get, and didn't you have a big break as well? Yes. It was the longest season ever. Oh my God. I've been hugging you anyway. I need to let you go but I love you Alexis I hope you have an amazing day edit that shit out <laughs> so you'll notice that Alexis spilt a bit of tea there about um, Vanessa Vanji Mateo Miss Vanji uh, not being at DragCon even though she was advertised to be there because she lost her passport very on brand now, I would make fun of Vanji for this, but I've lost my passport so many times that I was actually interviewed by the official office uh, in Liverpool as they suspected I was selling them to terrorists. True story. True story that they interviewed me. Not true that I was actually selling them to terrorists. I just genuinely kept losing them. Uh, but still, it was a shame not to see Vanji. However, there were plenty of stars who did remember their passports. And the next queen I got to interview... Oh, let me give you another clue. She likes long walks on the beach, big dicks, and fried chicken. I know, it could be any of them, right? But it is, of course, Jujubee! And anyone who knows the leak cast of All Stars 5 might notice a pattern here. No spoilers. Uh, but enjoy listening to them squirm when I ask her about it. Here it is. You look so beautiful. Yeah, you. I actually, you were the first um, group girl I ever met. It was about 10 years ago in um, GAY Lane. And you were, oh my gosh, you were in boy, yes. not boy yes, drag, yes, you were out of drag. Yeah. And it was. Uh, who was I there to see? You were with Morgan. Right, right, right. I thought you were just drinking. Yeah, that was back in my drinking days. Oh, because you're sober now, aren't you? Yeah. How's that three, been? You need to give me some tips. Well, I found, you know what it is? I found a new way of life and it was for me and I chose it for me. It's not for everybody, but not everybody needs to. No, I do need I to. Do. I just haven't done it yet. <laughs> so um, we just, as I was just saying to Alexis, just seen AJ and the Queen. You make an appearance. Um, yes. What was that like? The show's amazing. Uh, honestly, it, it was one of the most fun experiences of my life because I always wanted to act. And that was my first actual acting role. You were, really? Yeah. You were so good. Oh, so you. natural. Uh, all, I, all I did was play myself. I mean, you know. Well, you were playing a pageant queen. You you weren't a pageant queen before, no, were you? No, no. No, I played a pageant queen. I got second place. You know, I, I lost to Trinity, but come on, Trinity's insane. <laughs> I'm sweating. In real life, I think you would have tripped her up or something. I probably would have glued her zipper. <laughs> Maybe pulled her wig off. Was it fun getting to um, hang out with Rue again when you were shooting? It's been a while since you you were on Drag Race. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I made her pull my finger and you know what happens after that. <laughs> Can I pull it? Can't hear it because I'm bad. <laughs> I can smell it though. That's the main thing. It smells like flowers. <laughs> so how often do you get to come to the UK? Oh, you know, almost, I think it's a yearly affair Because mm -hmm. the UK is really, it's full of people who just love drag. Yeah. You guys love campiness. And I, I appreciate that. And I prefer your humor over American humor. But don't tell the Americans that, okay? Well, that makes sense because you gave the best reading challenge of all time. And we are a very big 
makes you country. I love it. <laughs> you, guys, you, guys, you guys started the bitch. <laughs> I mean, you guys actually have a queen. Of course. <laughs> there are many queens there. Many, many queens. Many queens. <laughs> so, um, what other ways? I mean, obviously, wherever you go, you get the Drag Race fans, like, almost like, it's like Beatlemania worshipping you. Are they different? In, I know, still, after all this time. It's insane. And um, is, but are they different in the UK compared to America? How, yes. how they approach? Okay, so the UK, you guys, you guys have this thing about you where you just line up for everything. Mm -hmm. You literally, like, you guys are all cute. Yeah. You know, Americans, we don't do that. We just, we're like, first come, first serve. We're just going to rush in. It's every so, man for themselves in yeah, America. Yeah, there's, there's this really, like, nice politeness about the UK. I know you wouldn't agree with me because you're from here. But you guys are very kind. Well, I'm not polite, but I see other people do it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you guys line up. If there were a fire, you would line up. <laughs> True. And, um... You are often known as one of the greatest lip syncers to ever um, come out of Drag Race. Um, now that, like, since your seasons, there's now like a lip sync for the crown. Do you ever think, oh my god, I would, I would have a crown if that had been around you know, in my day? I, I, I do think about that, and I think it's really exciting. But I'm also glad that it didn't happen that way for me because it taught me so much. Yeah. Like, like I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be here if the life experiences were what they were. Yeah. Who knows? Absolutely. And you have so many um, iconic lip syncs. Is there one in particular you have fond memories of? Oh, Black Velvet. I have a very oh. fond memory. Especially because it was with my sister Sahara. So it's yeah. like that memory will always stay with me. Yeah, definitely. And uh, a few of those, because um, I listened to Race Chaser and they go back and spill the tea. They said that you were like really drunk during some of the lip syncs, but still turned it out. That's a little enamored. That's even more impressive. I think you were part of the reason that they started limiting the cocktails on Drag Race, yes. weren't you? And I'd like to, That's I'd a good like legacy. To say, I'd like to say you're welcome. If I ever go back, <laughs> Do some queens come up to you now from recent seasons and go, you bitch, it's because of you. You know, actually, I think they thank me because because of me, they weren't a mess. <laughs> well, you were never a mess. You were always still beautiful, amazing juju you know, I hit it well. <laughs> some, something that a lot of people always say is, from season two, it's the season that never stops giving in terms of drama. Yeah. So all the drama just still keeps going yeah. on. Okay. You're not really involved in it, but do you find it funny to watch, like, kind of... <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I tune into those little drama channels on YouTube as well, darling. I would love for one... If I could pick one season for all the cast to get back together and compete in, like, a one-off special again, I would choose season two. You know, the, the special thing about season two is we went into that knowing really anything. We only first had Snatch season game. one yeah. to really look at. And, yeah, we were the first Snatch game, so that was, like, a major acting challenge. But it was really a comedy challenge. If you yeah. decipher it, it's really a comedy challenge. Yeah, it was. that's the interesting thing. People weren't editing themselves yet in that season, but they right. kind of knew a little bit from season right. one. It was just we, also didn't, we also didn't have the idea of selling merch. Like, we didn't go in thinking, oh, we're going to do this, this, and this. We just went in being us, and we went in to fight for the crown. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I didn't give a shit what I said. <laughs> I was just going to give you me and unapologetic. And you're historic because you are the only person who's made it to not one, but two finals without a challenge win. I know. Isn't that crazy? You should have got it from Memoirs of Gay Sha, well, in my you. opinion. Thank you. But, nice. but I already been <laughs> shaded by Alexis for asking this question. What did she say? Because I'm trying to be vague, but uh, we, we can't say too much. But if you were ever to return to Drag Race, baby, uh -huh. what would be different now? Oh, I'm, I'm a lot older, you know. You and don't I'm, look and, it. And I'm sober. Yeah. So there's that. So it would be like a whole new, whole new jujube. It's good juju. Oh. <laughs> Well, honestly, you're breathtakingly beautiful. Thank it's so you good so to much. see you again. Good to see you too, and I really hope you enjoy track content. I already am. Are you? I am. It's fantastic, so, right? I bet you. What, what could be better? I mean, much better. 
much better. <laughs> I mean, maybe the queen will show up. Since since she, Meghan left and everything, she's you know, got a lot on her plate at the moment. Well, I mean, she's kind of mad, isn't she? I thought I saw Prince Harry in track. It's yeah. been a decampo. So, uh, you know. Same difference, right? <laughs> Red wig. Same yeah, Red and silver. Red and silver. <laughs> Who would have thunk? <laughs> oh, have an amazing day, Juju. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. No worries. No worries. <laughs> Luckily, Juju B didn't remember me from that night in GOI Late because as anyone who listened to our UQ&A listeners questions episode will remember that night that I met Juju, I was actually very, very drunk and kept trying to give her advice on what she should have done back on season two. So, yeah, I'm not... I'm very proud of that moment. Um, but last up, I got to chat to Shea Coulee and got to see all the edges she snatched today. She was really, really lovely and was a lot more honest than I expected to be in our chat, which I loved. So here it is, chickens. How has your day been so far? My day's been fantastic. Like, I really, really, truly do love DragCon. It's like, people think that we're super tired because we're like meeting people all day. And like, that may be the case, but there's something to be said about coming in contact with tons of people that fill you with just like love and respect. Like, I just love having that opportunity to meet the fans face to face. It really is great. Has there been one memorable interaction of the day so far? Um, that stands I love, out. I love seeing, like, I call them repeat offenders. <laughs> Somebody that I met before, and then I see them, and they're like, oh, you remember me? And I'm like, yeah, I remember you. Like, it's always nice to know that I at least made enough of an impact the first time I met someone for them to want to come and meet me again. And you're a talented actress, so if you don't remember them, you know how to fake it. <laughs> oh, it's you again. Yes. I always ask, how are you? Versus, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a few um, don'ts at meet and greet. So if yes. you, if you, what are your <laughs> um, okay, don't so even? My don't is I actually don't really like to show or have any bare skin. I know this sounds crazy, but I'm a bit of a germaphobe, so I always have like gloves on, so I'm not constantly having to like touch a lot of people in contact with germs. It keeps yeah, that you makes more sense. healthy. Yeah, Teachers I always, are always yeah, sick there. Exactly, so I always like completely cover up so that I can like not get in too many germs. That's a really good tip. Oh, yeah. you can be like Valentina, make a mask famous, and then you just get there to wear a mask. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and then you don't even have to worry about lipstick. <laughs> Do you, um, queens get to like hang out much or is it just all about the fans today it really is all about the fans and like that's what's like super important about this like we come out here and we do this for the fans because the fans mean so much to us you know without the fans like, where are we being and do you have any problem understanding some of the accents because even if you're british some of the accents are a bit like i what do, do i do sometimes people <laughs> will tell me their name and i i hear something completely different and they're sitting there repeating their name over and over and I'm just standing there just like with a blank face like <laughs> so that's like always the worst part because I do want to make a personal connection and they're like why can't she understand my name <sighs> I do something that's very good for the ego which is if I can't understand what someone's saying I assume they're complimenting me uh-huh yeah. thank you <laughs> I mean, it's kind of delusional but yeah yes, yes. so I mean it feels um, like ages ago now, season nine, but I mean, you had such an amazing it's season. It's crazy. Like, um, I actually, like, now, we, when we filmed season nine, that would be four years ago. We filmed that back in 2016. And so it's nuts to look back at it. And, like, I love that people still love me for it. But I look it back at season nine, and I'm just all like, as a drag queen, I've grown so much since then. So yeah. Yeah, I look back at that person, like, oh. it's really nice. <laughs> And as a musician, you're one of like the few 
drag queens who kind of seems to be mm-hmm. kind of almost um, a musician in your own right, not just in the drag race universe. Oh, thank you. So uh, what, what's next? Music um, well, I actually am working on an album right now, and it's been like a really long way to love. I actually, I had wanted to put out an album during season nine, um, but I switched over to doing an EP because like the full body of work wasn't what I wanted to be. Well, and, and it I, was high budget. I always ask how, like some of the queens, that, like oh, you're one of them. So it, it looks expensive. It looks expensive, <laughs> but I'm a really clever queen. I'm really crafty, and I did all my stuff on a budget. Girls were actually like, wait a second, we paid how much? And I'm like, God know how to do it. I'm, I am the queen of balling on a budget, I swear. Well, you were one of the um, queens who were so all-rounded on our original season. Do you feel like you've even grown since, or were you already kind of there? RuPaul's Drag Race basically, like, sets you up to be, like, such a powerful superstar. Like, we become these, like, international figures going all over the world, and every time I'm in a new city, new environment, I'm always learning so much more, and I always, like, take it back and apply it to my drag. Drag is one of those art forms that is very much so dictated by life experience you know mm-hmm. because you take all those things in and you reflect it through your drag and I've had so many more experiences just in these past three years than I like had in like the previous 27 years so mm-hmm. it's really like to, I, I look at my drag now and I'm just like it's grown leaps and bounds even since then oh you're always turning looks <laughs> but you um, were you kind of you must be sick of talking about season 9 but were you surprised how well you did because few people have ever won that many challenges in the history of the show or were you like I've got I, well you know what <laughs> I went in there and I just was like, I wanted to be humble and just like work as hard as I possibly could. And I was just like, no matter what, just give you 110% every single time because you've waited for this moment. I auditioned five times for the show and I was just all like, there's no way I'm going to choke now. Like I finally got here. So I'm like, do the best that you can. And to be able to get such great reception from the judges, win four challenges, that was amazing. That was really amazing. Yeah, and a lot of people, myself included, thought you dealt very humbly with not winning the crown because considering what happened, it could have been very easy to be very, you know, go a different direction. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. At first, I was really, I was so disappointed. I was like really, really hurt because I had had such like a really tough personal year. Like my dad and my sister was just, and and then to go and like lose drag race, I really felt like it was a year full of loss. But ultimately, what I've learned from it has been so invaluable. And, and, And I still take that experience with me and it has taught me so much about myself and I wouldn't change that outcome for the world. Wow, that's yeah. very inspiring. Thank you. And I know you can't talk too much about this, but if um, you were ever to re-enter Drag Race, um, <laughs> how would it be different now, potentially? Um, I think if I were to go back to this show, um, gosh, I mean, I didn't have any regrets the first time, so <laughs> I would just go back in there with the same mentality to try my hardest and have as much fun as possible. Yeah. Would it um, kind of, would you feel it was a bit different because you're someone who a lot of people think of as, as someone who should have won, so that would make you an intimidating competitor even I mean, more so I, than... I guess, because, yeah, there is that difference from your original season, because no one knew who the hell I was when I went to season Well, a lot of people mentioned like, you now. even before then as a potential. Oh, like, yeah. People well, always said. Yes, but um, I'd say 
it's important to still keep a level head and remain humble regardless of how sickening people are like oh she's going to do like I like my mindset which will always be like humble and just like work really hard and just like give my 110 percent and have fun absolutely and have you got a chance to like have any chats with Rue today oh we saw each other on the stairs briefly and said hello but you know we're all we're all working you know we all got to meet people meet the fans have a good time so you know her and I will catch up later (laughs) well it's so amazing to talk to you I'm such a fan and I hope you enjoy the rest of the day as much as you already have. Thank you so much. Shay Coulee. Yes. The one and only. <laughs> Thank you. That was Shay Coulee, who got me so emotional, baby. And next up, I spoke to Ms. Cracker, a drag queen who says, you know what I mean? A lot. Now I've said it, you'll really start to notice it. Here she is. So what's it like to be here at TrackCon? Uh, it's very exciting. Um, I love meeting fans in person because I think the most part, important part of drag is the in-person element. You can't get it from movies, you can't get it from theater, you can't get it from Cirque du Soleil. So this is us doing the most draggy thing you can possibly do. And do you find the fans different in the UK based yes, on America? Yes, in, in the UK, fans are very polite and intelligent. So I'm really so excited to be here. I'll be a refreshing change for you then. Yes, it is, because uh, I don't know if you know this about American fans, but they're all um, American. <laughs> yes. And you, uh, out of everyone in the most recent seasons of Drag Race in America, have had quite a, a huge ascension. Like oh. You are uh, one of the few queens from the recent seasons who tours um, solo rather than part of a show. Oh my is, that, is that quite? I didn't even think of that. Is that quite um, overwhelming for you? To no, kind it's of... wonderful because I get to go out there and say my part, and I think that's the most important part of me, for me is the yapping. Um, so I get to see people in person and talk to them in person, and it's like it's an honor actually. So and. If you know Caitlin and I, you know that the UK is our favorite place to do that. And it's not, that's not a lie. It's just, we really get treated like celebrities here and uh, give us big heads and we love that. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> well, because on your season, uh, you were very popular, but um, you always seem to get in your own head, yeah. as a lot of people do on Drag Race. Is that yeah. something now, uh, being as popular as you are, that you don't have an issue with anymore? Is that oh, no. That's- no, that's automatic. Like, I'll, I'll always get in my head. But, and I think everybody does it sometimes. But the most important thing is not to try to change yourself, but to learn how to work with yourself and be like, okay, you know what? Something that I do is get in my head and I'm just gonna learn to use that to fuel me instead of using it to get in my way. You know what I mean? And Shelly, it means that you just care a lot. Yeah, I do care a whole lot. You know, I care not about perfection, but like before the gods of drag doing the best that I can. And I'm like, I'm always asking myself, is this the best that I can do? You know what I mean? You don't want to phone it in. I don't want to phone it in. I prefer to do it by Skype. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And you've got a big show coming to the UK soon, haven't you? Yes, I do. Um, You're playing some iconic venues. I am. I'm going to do the Palladium, which is amazing. uh, amazing. I saw a picture of Todrick Hall doing the Palladium and I was like, oh my God, one day I, wait a second. I'm going to actually do it. Um, so we're doing a bunch of cities in the UK. London, of course, where we are right now. And the show is American Woman. And it's all about being an ally to women today uh, more than ever because it's so important right now. Yeah. So people kind of associate you uh, with as a comedy queen. Is it going to be more rounded than that then? Is there going to be some serious elements? I think that music? shows... Yeah, I think that comedy specials like Nanette have proved that you can do something about comedy and something that's politically important at the same time. Yeah. And I think what I'm trying to do is, uh, without mansplaining feminism, which is not what I want to do, like, make fun of myself 
and keep it light, but also bring an important message at the same time. So yeah, that's what we're that's what we're trying to do with American Woman. And let me tell you, it makes me sweat because it is a fine line to walk every night. Yeah, and it's tightrope walking. Do you have any um, lip sync performances in the show, or is it oh, only yeah, one of mine? Oh yeah, it's like half and half. It's half stand up and half lip sync performances, dancing all around, throwing myself on the floor. And I am out of shape, but that does not mean that I am not going to do the absolute most. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Everything you see, I owe to Lankas. Uh, <laughs> Are you um, going to be bringing any of the kind of references we know from your season of Drag Race? Will oh, Dr. Always. Dale or anything be Absolutely. part of the show? Absolutely, yes. Everything, that, there's a lot of Drag Race in the show. I've worked with, um, I made a lot of the video for it, but also Lee Dawson made a lot of the videos. And you know that he is, she is the reference queen. So <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. And sometimes I forget how funny the videos are. Um, playing behind me because I'm faced the other way and I'll hear the audience burst into applause and I'm like, what? Is, am, oh, that, okay. <laughs> and you, um, you, on uh, season 10, you made a lot of your outfits and yes. wigs, especially wigs you were very talented right. about. Do you not do that anymore because you don't need I to? I made or? this wig yesterday. Oh, yeah, and all of the wigs Unclockable. that I wear on the show. Unclockable. <laughs> um, yeah, I made this wig and I made a lot of wigs for the show, all of the wigs for the show. Um, and of course, I wrote the show, made a lot of the videos, um, conducted all of the interviews that you see in it. So it comes from my bleeding heart. Yeah, I offered my writing services to you. You're the only queen oh, I've ever reached out to who yeah. said yeah, that I you like, write everything you write. You yeah, do. because if something's not funny, I want it to be my fault, not someone else's. Do you know what I mean? I want to be <laughs> like, you know, I went with the best writer I knew, me. You know <laughs> And you um, obviously have a close relationship with Bob the Drag Queen. Yes, that's my mother. Um, she's here today. Will you guys be catching up? Yes, we have already caught up. Her room is right next to mine. So, yeah, we've already shared tips and secrets about how to get around London in heels. Yeah. Um, was she a great resource for you, kind of navigating this whole world of global fame after Drag Race? No, but she <laughs> was a great resource for telling me that no matter what you are doing, you need to think bigger. And that has something that's something that she taught me very early in my drag career and it's something that uh, has stuck with me this entire time mm -hmm. so yeah accidentally she sort of gave me the blueprint for how to like always be bigger always be more yeah and you're also very close friends with Money Exchange. Yes. She's now got her own crown. Yes. That must have been amazing for you to yeah, watch happen. Yeah, I think it's this molar here that she has the crown on. Yeah, and she finally yeah. fixed that. She's getting the other one done later. Yeah, she's going to get double Bridges, crowning. crowns. You guys know about that, yeah. <laughs> no, we never get them done, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is that inspiring for you to watch Monet get the crown? And Yeah, absolutely. It, do you think it will family. be you one day? Well, if I ever stop touring American Woman, maybe. I've been doing American Woman for a year now, and I don't I think I'm going to stop until I've hit every city in the goddamn world. So we'll see what happens. Well, what's the hardest part about, because um, a lot of queens talk about that, the few years after the show and everything's so manic, it can be a hard adjustment, or have you just taken to it very easily? What was the thing? Uh, how hard it is to be traveling the world and kind it's of not, not hard. get I much of a I got to see Stockholm the other day. I'm having a great time. Oh, so got Stockholm syndrome. Oh, she has okay. a panel. Oh, I have a panel? Oh, I have a yeah. panel. So I'm about to do a, a panel on uh, hair all over the world. So Well, thank you for talking to me. Thank you for listening to the United Queendom Drag Con special. The truth is, there should be another episode next week of um, of all the interviews that I got on the Sunday, but I was actually too hungover to attend the second day, so that episode will not be happening. Boo me. Um, so I'm not sure what we're putting out next. Until then, bye!